On this edition of the Iowa Business Report, we can maybe dispel some of those myths that are maybe living in their head a little bit about that they need to wait to make a difference because they really don't. An annual conference focusing on developing young talent will be held next week. We have details. Consumer credit card debt has hit a record high level. And in our business profile, you'll hear about new drone technology to make farm work more efficient. This is the Iowa Business Report for the third weekend of August 2023. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com. Here is Jeff Stein. Young professionals from across Iowa will gather in Ankeny next Friday for the annual Young Professionals of Iowa Conference, which promises those attending informative sessions, interactive workshops, and the chance to make connections. Jesse McQuarrie is Director of Programs at the Iowa Association of Business and Industry, and she serves as Chair of Young Professionals of Iowa. The Young Professionals of Iowa, or YP Iowa, has been around for several years. Essentially, it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is led by young professionals for young professionals. So we are a small board of volunteer young professionals from all across the state. We represent all regions of Iowa. And our goal is really to support YPs, young professionals, and young professional organizations that are all over the state of Iowa. So we have several uh, that are around in a lot of different communities who are continuing to work with young professionals that are moving into those locations or maybe already in those communities where they get involved more. They try and be engaged as much as they can. And it's a it's a great support system for those who are in those communities now. So our goal is to bring folks together and know that they have a support system, be that connector kind of of that liaison between communities across the state and those organizations. I suppose it is difficult. We always say that we need to import talent, but if you're bringing someone in, either a single person or a young family, they don't know anybody in the area, they don't know anybody in the region, this is a good way to get connected because it's going to benefit not just the quality of life, but then it also enhances potentially the contacts they can make in business. Absolutely. You know, it's more important now than ever. I think our young professionals are at the forefront of a lot of the conversations we're having across the state and the contributions that they're making in their communities. But, you know, as we're talking about things like rural revitalization and entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship, who are those key problem solvers and those creatives that are already embedded in our workforce, how are we lifting them up and engaging them in maybe ways they haven't been before? It's just an important topic, and that's why we're excited to host this conference again this year and bring some of those key voices together and hopefully provide some great inspiration for them, too. The conference is coming up on Friday, August 25th at that wonderful FFA Enrichment Center in Ankeny. Great facility. Again, this is designed for people you listed as ages 21 to 40, quote-unquote young professionals, but you're encouraging everyone to attend, regardless of experience level or age, because of the dynamics involved in intergenerational communication. 
Absolutely. And we've been working at ABI, our Iowa Association of Business and Industry, with some really outstanding college students. So we are absolutely seeing them engage in a lot of different ways and really hungry for this kind of content and this kind of networking opportunity. And the same thing goes on the other side. You know, our young professionals are looking for mentors. They're looking for role models and looking for allies in their communities and in their workplaces. And the best way that we can move things forward and move our state forward is honestly together. And that's why we're doing this statewide conference. And we're also saying, hey, everyone come to the table because we need all voices and we need all kinds of support. And those who are just in the know and knowledgeable about what our young professionals are looking for, what they need, and how they can continue to engage them in conversations that help our communities become the most welcoming and inclusive places that they can be. Your theme this year is Here, Now, Iowa. And I'm going to ask you to tell me what that means. I can sure see some things in terms of saying to these young people, this is the time, this is the place. You don't have to worry about taking a back seat to demonstrate leadership skills. That's what it says to me. But what does it say to you and those attending? You are spot on, Jeff. (laughs) That is one kind of mantra that keeps coming to mind about this is grow where you're planted. And what better than saying that than being in the state of Iowa, right? So (laughs) that we want to show these young professionals that, hey, they're already making waves that are having a ripple effect throughout our state. And they don't, just as you said, have to wait to be at a certain title or a certain level in their profession in order to make a difference because we are needing their voices now. How can they use their skills and talents and passions to move our state forward exactly where they're at? And then also seeing that there are other young professionals or seasoned professionals or emerging leaders um, also at the collegiate level that are willing to step up with them and come along with them. They're not doing this by themselves. And so we want them to recognize that they have all the strengths they need right now. They have all of the talent and the knowledge that they need. It's a great opportunity for our state. Your keynote presenter is going to deliver remarks on the theme, The Power of Now. Who is that individual, first of all? And then uh, talk about some of the other key names that you're bringing in to be front and center on the main stage. Absolutely. Liz Need is our keynote speaker at the end of our conference. And we thought, you know, that is something that she talks about a lot with both young professionals and on a corporate level. And she does coaching as well. So really, again, it's perfectly in line with the theme of our conference. So that is actually why we asked her to come be our keynote. And she's with Need Inspiration. So she speaks all over the state and the country and beyond. So she's going to be an excellent fit for us. We also have Billy Weathers, who is the CEO of Be Well Foundation. He'll be opening with some just inspirational opening remarks in the morning. We have a phenomenal lineup of breakout sessions, which any one of these folks can carry a keynote like you've never seen. (laughs) When you mentioned imposter syndrome, that's something that people are hearing more about. Let's talk for a moment about what that is and how that is a factor with regard to younger professionals. 
This is a topic that I speak on a little bit as well. And because it is something, especially as women, we are talking about, and it is sometimes at the forefront of our minds. And same thing with some of our leadership programs that I'm managing at ABI. We talk a lot about imposter syndrome, you know, almost feeling like either you don't belong in the space where you are, or you don't have the skills or have the quality that you actually maybe do and you just see yourself a little bit differently than maybe others see you almost a little bit of self-doubt what we're hoping with this group is that we're able to again hammer home the idea that they don't need to wait they are already leaders in their own right and just because they don't have a lot of maybe accolades or awards or titles or years of work, they can still absolutely make a difference. And that really their influence is everywhere. They are influencing someone somewhere in some way. So kind of thinking about who they want to be, the type of leader they want to portray, and, you know, looking to their mentors as well. So I mentioned we are open and welcoming to all who want to attend this conference. And you mentioned, Jeff, the speakers are just phenomenal. So <laughs> you really, uh, you can't get higher quality. So we're really excited about that. And we think it's absolutely fitting for all ages um, as we're looking at emerging leaders into our season leaders. It's a heavy topic we've been talking about in terms of imposter syndrome, and we hope that we can maybe dispel some of those myths that are maybe living in their head a little bit about that they need to wait to make a difference because they really don't. Young Professionals of Iowa Chair Jesse McQuarrie and I spoke via Zoom on Wednesday, August 16th. For more information on next Friday's conference, go to ypiowa.org. Still to come, using more and more plastic. And later, a new Iowa distributor for new ag technology. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. AM Radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. And it's also a vital service that provides important emergency information when your community needs it most. Tell Congress you need AM Radio to stay in your car. Because when cell phones and the Internet are down, this free emergency service is critical. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM Radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advanced Peer Groups, hosting informational meetings about their fall launch of peer sessions in Cedar Rapids on Wednesday, August 30th, and in the Cedar Valley on Wednesday, September 20th. To register or get more information, go to AdvanceIowa.com. It's a record, and not a good one. Consumer credit card debt levels have surpassed $1 trillion for the first time in history. That's according to data released this month by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. During the second quarter of this year alone, credit card balances climbed 4.6%. That's $45 billion alone in the quarter, making the total $1.03 trillion. The average American carries credit card debt of $5,947. That's the highest in a decade. And all this comes as the average credit card charges a near-record 20.53% interest rate. 
Now, for context, all this means a person who owes $5,000 in debt with current interest levels making minimum monthly payments would need 309 months, more than 25 years, to pay off the debt and the more than $21,000 of interest. The interest is more than four times the original debt. And as if all that weren't enough, overall household debt is a tenth of a percent higher, now surpassing $17 trillion thanks to higher mortgage balances and all that credit card debt. Coming up, efficiencies thanks to the latest technology. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. Hello, Iowa. This is Michael Swanger, owner of Iowa History Journal. Our new July-August issue features stories about the mother of 4-H, Jesse Field Shambaugh, Riverview Amusement Park, Nobel Peace Prize winner John Mott, and the Sioux City Railroad Museum. I encourage Iowans to learn about our great state's history by picking up the new issue of Iowa History Journal at Barnes & Noble, Hy-Vee, Walmart, Books A Million, Mills Fleet Farm, and iowahistoryjournal.com. Thanks for your support of our small, family-owned business. Support for the Iowa Business Report comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more and review the latest quarterly member survey by going to iowabusinesscouncil.org. Helio, H-Y-L-I-O, is a Texas-based company which produces made-in-the-USA software and hardware for drones that help farmers reduce waste and increase efficiency. Arthur Erickson is CEO of Helio. He'll be in Clear Lake on August 22nd and 23rd to show his products at the home of their new Iowa distributor. Our company is called Helio. It's spelled H-Y-L-I-O, which I know looks like Hylio, but it's pronounced Helio. In a nutshell, we design, manufacture, and then sell or offer unmanned aerial systems for crop protection applications. So, in other words, crop dusting drones, drones that can carry liquid or solid payloads that are chemical inputs to improve yields or protect your crops. How long have you been in business and how many competitors do you have regionally in this field? The company started in 2015. The first few years were a lot of ideation product development, iterating through different designs of the hardware and the software. It's actually a combination of software and hardware that we sell to these customers, a turnkey product. We didn't start selling them until 2019. So our largest competitors are actually foreign-made drones. So there's large companies such as DJI, which are Chinese-based, and they uh, have essentially flooded the U.S. market with their drones, and they have a few dozen American-based resellers that, that offer their products, right? So these aren't manufacturers of drones like Helio is. They're resellers of these foreign-made drones. Those are our biggest competitors by far in the region, in the entire U.S. That's who we're up against. All right, but you have a good American-made product. And what is it that the drones are able to do that makes it more efficient for an operation? Basically, the drones are an autonomous flying tractor boom is kind of like how I, I, I like to describe them. So they are able to put out chemical at a finer droplet size than you typically would with a tractor, for example, because you have the downwash of the propellers from the drone to help push that product into the crop. So you're much less worried about drift versus using fine droplets with a tractor or an airplane or a helicopter for, for that reason. So that's one advantage that lets you spray uh, less volume because you get more efficacy out of these smaller droplets. 
It's a way for farmers to deploy autonomous machines intuitively, right, through our software interface. That's a very simple point-and-click type of visual interface where you basically define an area, click what dosage you want, and click go, and the drone goes and does its mission for you. And because of the, the physical properties I mentioned earlier, it's going to do so using less chemical product, less volume of solution overall, and it's going to do it without upsetting the land, right? So you're not running over any crop like you would with a tractor. You're not compacting the soil. So you're seeing savings and efficacy boosts from multiple facets of deploying this technology. I also imagine since you are coming from the air as opposed to a tractor on the ground, Weather is not a big factor. In other words, if we've just had a big rain, well, you can't get into the field with a vehicle, but you can with one of your Helio drones. That's right. So people always like to ask, you know, how many acres can your drone spray and how does that compare to my big 120-foot boom sprayer? The answer is infinitely more acres if it's wet outside, right? Because again, they used to have to worry about if it's raining at that moment, there may be certain windy days where there's an issue, but the bottom line is you can go where traditional technology cannot quite often. That's right. You have the, the Z-axis, the third dimension. So you can go fly out if the terrain is muddy, if there are sharp corners, dangerous tree lines, fence lines, stuff like that, that you really can't get your, your tractors in and out uh, around, then the drones just handle that no problem. So you are not based in the state of Iowa, but you will be coming to North Central Iowa within the next few days after this conversation we're having. Tell us about why you're coming up here and what you hope to do when you're here. In Iowa, we are actually unveiling a great new relationship, a partnership we have with a distributor there called Titan Pro Science. And so they are a mainstay in the Clear Lake, Iowa region. And they provide all sorts of chemical uh, and agronomic products to improve people's farms. So they are very forward-thinking in this in this field. That's evidenced, obviously, by their willingness and agreement to work with us to distribute our UAV or UAS products. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're going to host a, a multi-day event where we're showcasing the drone technology that Titan Pro will be distributing for Helio. And we're just going to try to educate local farmers on the benefits and have them get their hands on the machines. You know, seeing is believing, right? Um, we could get people to, to actually physically see these things in operation, and hopefully that could lead to uh, more adoption. Do you find that younger people are more willing to adopt this technology? And I say that because I think that would be the stereotype, but I also know some folks who have done this for many years, and they are right on the cusp of every new development. So is there a certain type of operation that tends to adopt your technology more readily than others? I would say no, because our customer demographics, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but they run the entire range. You got your grandparent age people adopting these, these drones because they clearly just see the ROI in it. So that's something that makes sense to any generation, right? This is going to save me money and make me money. Sure. Um, but you also have their grandchildren that are you know, watching YouTube and TikTok and whatnot, hearing about drones, getting excited. So it runs the whole range. I, I couldn't say that, that, that there's one age that it favors. And I wanted to ask the question, because of the stereotype. There's the thought that young folks would gravitate right toward this, and some of us who are a little more senior might be hesitant, but we really don't find that to be an accurate generalization, do we? No, I, I would say no. TitanProSCI.com is the website for Titan Pro Science in Clear Lake, and that will give you information about their address and this event coming up, two days' worth of tests, August 22nd and 23rd. So let me ask you finally, 
I've never seen this sort of thing in action, but I'm also not in agribusiness. When you demonstrate it to someone who is used to the traditional methods, what sort of reaction do you get when they actually see it in practice? Generally, they're fairly impressed, which is always a good feeling. I think one thing about our drones, for example, the biggest one we offer is 18 gallons. It can carry about a 150-pound a payload, and it, it looks a lot smaller on the website on videos than you would think in real life. So the first reaction you get when you, when you roll this thing out is, wow, that's way bigger than I thought it was. And then when it takes off and flies, uh, it gets smaller as it flies into the distance, right? But you can still feel the energy of the propellers and the motors. So there's a lot of awe there. Uh, when people first see this thing in action. And then that's quickly followed by, which is a double-edged sword. Um, it works so well, uh, not to toot our horns, but it, it's autonomous, it's hands-off. So then you kind of get complacent as the pilot, which you shouldn't do. You should be monitoring this very closely. You should be paying attention. But it just works without your input once it gets going. So then you, you tend to, as the customer, maybe forget or just at least get a little bit lazy about monitoring it. Well, that's a good problem to have. It works so well, you, you just feel comfortable taking your eyes off of it. That's not the way you should do it, but but that does speak volumes about how efficient and how effective the technology has become. Yeah, that's right. It's it's almost at the point where the human is taken out of the equation. The human is still there legally, right? There's supposed to be a pilot on site, according to the FAA. Uh, and there are still tasks where you're, you're refilling payloads, swapping batteries. But hopefully, uh, work we're doing here at Helio and other people in the industry, we can automate even that away to where... It's completely hands-off. You drop off a shipping container full of drones, for example, come back a week later, they've sprayed 5,000 acres. Arthur Erickson of Helio, online at hyl.io. We connected via Zoom on Thursday, August 17. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can listen to all or part of today's program by going to totallyiowa.com and clicking on the radio programs link. That's where you'll find podcasts of full interviews with many of the folks you hear on this program. They're listed as IBR extras and IBR business profiles. And we're also found on all the major podcast distributors, 19 now in all. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa, providing business solutions and support to small to medium-sized businesses. Let's work together. More at AdvanceIowa.com and search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook. We welcome your comments. Send them by email to radio at totallyiowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a prosperous week. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com.